Music Bar podcast is proudly brought to you today by us. Us. We're it. That's it. <laughs> We're it. That's all you got. Welcome. Nothing much better than this. Welcome, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks for that lovely intro. That was good. I was trying to think of something. It was just off the cuff of the, <laughs> off, off the top of the head. Off the good. top of the head. So. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, thanks for all your feedback and everything like mm, that. You know, especially, you know, all your, all your stuff on Bat Out of Hell. Pretty yeah. damn cool. Because um, Bat Out of Hell, well, lots of long songs on Bat Out of Hell, isn't there? A lot of long songs on Bat Out of Hell and right. Bat Out of Hell 2. <laughs> and other meatloaf songs. And, meatloaf songs yeah. and I love a long song. Me too. Are you hinting that we're going to do something about long songs? Oh, are we going to do long songs today? How long is your song? We're going to talk about <laughs> I just found the title for the episode. Yeah, me too. How long is your song? Yeah, long songs are epic songs, aren't they, sometimes? Oh, I love, I love a long song. Mm, I, I always felt um, a good long song takes you on a journey. Absolutely. And yeah. I know, yes, but it's like on a... On a listening journey I, I think there's a difference between passive listening and active listening mm-hmm. i've always believed that and like a passive listener is someone who likes music on in the background um just likes to have it on when they're doing work and stuff yeah. like, which we all do we all passively listen at times i know when i'm working at home just put on some music and sometimes i'll, I'll stop and have to listen uh chris recently discovered jane's addictions three days which mm-hmm. is one of our long songs and he actually stops the car and he delivers groceries during this time. He's one of the only ones is out there delivering no toilet paper to anybody no, no, because he hasn't caught COVID in any capacity whatsoever. And yet they're having to wait that extra 11 minutes so we can listen to <laughs> Three Days by Chains of And addiction. I listen to that between every drop. <laughs> so I'm getting really good hours. Uh, <laughs> reminds me of one of my favourite short songs, which is Cheesecake Truck by King Missile. But that's another that's story. Fair enough. Never heard that one either. <laughs> I have to send it to you. I think you'd like it. It's funny yeah, as. Cool. <laughs> but long songs, yeah. And I think probably my first foray into long songs was Bad Out of Hell right, from, yep. from last episode, you know. But the title track goes for nine minutes and 48 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's probably not my favourite long song. But I'm trying to find my favourite one. I like them all for different reasons. But uh, Again, like most music, I think you have to be in the mood for it. Yeah, um, yeah, what true. Style of music and what band it is. Like mm. we all know, November Rain is strange, and those from Guns N' Roses. November, how long, long is November Rain? November Rain is just about nine minutes. Wow, that's nine minutes of my life that I—that's a good time for me to go and do things. <laughs> you don't like that, do you? Oh, coma? Know, if, do you like Coma? Love Coma. That's a ten-minute song. Love 10 minutes, Coma. I love Estranged. Off yeah, the blue, yeah, yeah. Huge talk- Illusion too, and I—that just to me is nine minutes thirty. It's just great. From oh, beginning to end, yeah. the slow, the build up, everything. But I love watching that video clip with it. I've got to admit, I can't recall the video of no, really. Estranged. You should. Yeah. That's your homework. Go oh, watch the video yeah, clip. Yeah, thank you. I, I didn't. I, I will do that. I'll definitely do that. I love watching the video that. clip of that. Um, it yeah. kind of helps me. Yeah, it's very relaxing, I find. But yeah, no, it's good. Um, yeah. Long songs. What do you think makes a long song? What do you look for in a long song that keeps you listening for that long? Um. It's definitely got to be interesting, in a yeah, way. Yeah. It 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 can start slow, go big, go slow again. It it can be in parts, um, but it's it's got to have that thing where you, look. Some people get bored, and if as long as I'm not bored as a listener, I've heard 
four-minute songs that I think are as boring as hell and can't wait for them to finish. Mm -hmm. And I have literally heard 25-minute songs that I can't get enough of. Yeah. That as soon as it's finished, I feel like, whoa. Mm. You know, uh, some long songs you can have on in the background. And because by their nature, they they can be used as an ambient piece. We haven't included ambient music in this because you... That, that's going into another level yeah. altogether. We're talking about actual rock songs. Rock songs. I was thinking of this too because I thought, oh, I hope Chris hasn't included a lot of instrumentals. Cause, no. Yeah. Different. There are a couple on here, but mm. again, they're not really the... Um, what I'm looking for in a long song is everything. I, what a I story kind of to be told. What are some, what are some of the things I love, some of my... I probably will look at it. The films I love the most are the ones that start me somewhere and by the end of the film, the main character and possibly even me are a different person by the end of it. You know, they're, they're taking you on this in, and you sort of sit there and think to yourself, wait a minute, am I still watching the same movie? Yeah. yeah because yeah. so much has happened and so much has changed by the end of this film that I... Well, I'm going to have to go back and watch this again mm-hmm. to see how the hell this evolved like this in front of me. And there's a few films that really do that. You know, they start in one place and take you to a, take you to some, whether it's a cathartic conclusion or whether it's um, quiet or something, but it's it's a journey in a way, you know, metaphorical, metaphysical, um, physical, whatever. And I think the best long songs do that. Yeah. They take you somewhere. I think... Look, I'm going to probably Stairway to Heaven is regarded as one of the all-time great songs. It's not my favourite Led Zeppelin song by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination. I find the first... I, I remember the first time I did hear it, though, I kind of went, is this what everyone's talking about? Yeah. I was kind of blown away because I'd never heard Led Zeppelin before. And I remember it was like we had a like a lunchtime radio thing at our school and this guy brought this Led Zeppelin. I'd never heard him. I'd always heard people talk about Led Zeppelin, but I had actually never heard them. And this guy brought the the fourth album, which had no title on it, no mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, no catalogue number on it or anything. And I remember looking at his record and going, where, where is that? What is this? You where's know, the info? Where, where's the info? What is this record? And then he played rock and roll and I kind of went oh yeah that's alright that rocks and then he played Stairway to Heaven at the end of his little show and I remember sitting there thinking well I was right at, I was into meatloaf mm-hmm. and long songs and so for me it was like yeah, yeah I get it and it has that great ending now I've heard it so many times and I've heard people still say it's the greatest song ever it's not it's really not the greatest it's, it's, it's lyrics are rubbish <laughs> <laughs> but that last two and a half minutes, yeah, yeah. when the guitars and the drums kick in, yeah. whoa, yeah. I still, John Bonham's drumming and Jimmy Page's guitar playing mm. in those last two and a half minutes are, yeah, phenomenal. whoa, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I still, Bonham's drumming on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. You know, so I think that's where you kind of, but it's not the first long song ever. No, 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 no. There's, there's, there's hundreds. Well, <laughs> but I suppose the first, the Beatles and Hey Jude. How long was that? Seven and a half minutes. That's and literally, long back the, then. The, and it went number one. Right, okay. Yeah. Actually, the one that really threw, 
um, if I'm going to, is Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone. Mm -hmm. That was six minutes. That was considered long, long back in 1965. And he was told that will never get played on the radio. Right. And it did. And it went number one. It was a number one hit for him. They played it in full? Yep. Wow. There was never an edited version of Like a Rolling Stone. Wow. But um, yeah, Beatles, Hey Jude. And because it was always the joke with record pro, with DJs in the old, before shows were pre-recorded, it was all live. That was their toilet break record. Right. Put on, um, yeah, Beatles, Hey Jude. and uh, <laughs> Or side two of you know, Dark Side of the Moon in 1973. Put off that, you know, and yep. away you go. Go and smoke a joint or... <laughs> but yeah, they always reckon it was it was Hey Jude because it goes to seven and a half minutes and the last, literally the last four, four minutes of it is na, 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 Hey Jude. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it went number one record. But um, I was seeing the other day that um, I saw an article online of um, the longest number one song because apparently it's no longer American Pie oh, by really? Don McLean, mm -hmm. which was a number one hit. went for eight and a half minutes. So there you go. Don McLean's American Pie, eight and a half minute, longest yep. number one of all time. It's now been overtaken by this new Taylor Swift song, which goes for 10 minutes. Really? Yes. I'm scared. What's the song called? I don't know. I haven't listened to Me it either. yet. So here we have, we, you and I haven't done any home. We were talking about long songs, and yet Taylor Swift has gone number one with this 10-minute piece. Yeah, well. That's all about Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Right. But um, I put on their Facebook page, hey, in Australia, we had Evie, parts one, two, and three, 11 minutes long. That went number one in 1971. So that beats all of you guys. Mm. And it's Australian. So there you go. But part one, part two, part three, is it all combined or is it one song? You can look. Or is it in uh, different albums? Is it different? No, no, it's all in, it's all as one piece. But it go, you know, part one's a different, and then it goes into part two, oh, which okay. is a slow part, in part three. Yeah. I mean, songs do have parts one, two, and three. Yeah, some do. Um, and I even, didn't really count them in my list either, because I know Dream Theater do a lot of those. Parts one, two, and three. Uh, yeah, okay, which I yeah. kind of like didn't put in there because I was that's kind a, that's of a, if, if, Okay, I agree with you then. If you if you've got to lay down the rules, don't you? Mm, yeah. So well, okay, just... Evie, we're gonna no. <laughs> Evie doesn't count because it's parts one, two, and three. So, for instance, one of my favourite songs, which is very very long, mm -hmm. um, is an Iron Maiden song. Yep. Can you guess? The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Absolutely. Brilliant song. Goes for 13 minutes and 39. That's one song, not part one, part two, whatever it is. It's just one song. It's my favourite Iron Maiden song, and it is such a journey. Oh, well, it, 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 it is technically. <laughs> guy goes, guy at the wedding tells a story about how he went on the ship, went down, to, to, uh, to went up to the Arctic, or oh, no, south, to the land of the snow and ice, Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fog kills yep. the albatross. Yep. Fog clears. Then um, she life, death and she life and death come on their other boat mm -hmm. and um, kill all the others and leave the mariner with the albatross around his neck and everything. You know the lyrics. I, I, is this what we're going about? You've told me off air that you learnt to play it on guitar. Yeah, I did. I hmm. did. Well, I always read the lyric sheets mm. and I always, um, you know, have to learn the lyrics. Yeah. I didn't mention that last week with the Bad Out of Hell one. That that was the thing. I had to get the vinyl copy because it had the lyrics in it. Yeah. So I had to learn all the lyrics. And I can sing all the songs on Bad mm -hmm. Out of every one of them. So I know the lyrics to 
Or I'm the Ancient Mariner. I'm the Ancient Mariner. Well, that was a fun song to learn on guitar because I had 30 pieces of paper all, you know, on my wall with all the tab and everything. So you just follow it along and go back here and go back there. It was great. It was great. Great song to play. But um, yeah, a fabulous song all, all up. All up. When, um, Steve, when Steve Harris writes something like, is Steve Harris musically inclined and like, like Frank Zappa composed? Mm-hmm. Frank would have the lines and he would draw the dots and everything yeah. like that. Does Harris do that, or does it? Is it all? I just... don't think he does. Not to the extent that well, no one probably would to the extent of what Frank Zappa would mm. or Steve Vai, but I don't think he would do that to the extent. Yeah, I got the feeling because a lot of these guys aren't what you would call classically trained no, musicians. Or even theory, basically, they music no theory, theory is yeah. Like, but, but you clearly can read music. No, I, I read tablature. Ah, see, I can read music. Can you? Yes. Oh, okay. I took all that as a kid, and I just never forgot it. Okay. Yeah. I started to, I did my grade one theory years ago, but I'm I'm past that, but I haven't really done anything. I just learned tablature. Okay. Um, But yeah, it's... We digress. We apologise for this. We're just (laughs) learning something about, but you know. (laughs) This is for the music nerds out there. Hopefully there's some of you. Um, There was a long song that came up when I was Googling long songs from Dream Theatre, who um, obviously I love. Mm. We're in a t-shirt now in in accordance to the title of the what we're doing about mm-hmm. long songs and they write a lot of long songs. Yep. They have a song called Octavarian off the album Octavarian. It's the last mm. song. It goes for uh, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 24 minutes. And I just mentioned to you before, I listened to it all the way down here which was an hour and a half drive mm-hmm. and I listened to this song and I could swear black and blue I could pretty just take off 12 minutes. Okay. Because to me, the first 12 minutes was really boring. Mm. It was like they were singing a ballad. And I don't listen to Dream Theatre for that reason. So for me, to come up with a 24-minute song that bored me for half of it, it's kind of like mm. not an interesting point. I'd rather have a 12-minute song, which was great. Uh, which yeah, is yeah, what yeah. the last part of it was. Mm-hmm. It was why I listen to Dream Theatre. So it works both ways. Sometimes I can do 24 minutes or a long song, and it's quite dull the whole time mm. or half of it. Um where Hearts Alive from Mastodon, which is one of my favourite Mastodon songs, from beginning to end, 13 minutes 40, mm-hmm. and I love it from beginning to end. Yeah, I, look, I actually listened to it for the first time the other day. Oh, did you? Yes, and yeah, I have to admit, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And it's off one of their first albums. Yes, it's off Leviathan. Yeah. And it's the closing track. It was actually on an article I was reading, the best closing tracks on any album. Oh, really? And I went, oh, I'll have a listen to this. Yeah. And because uh, they, they said they opened their shows with... Hearts Alive. Wow. I've and, never seen that one, but yeah. Oh, they, they, they know them to open yeah. their shows. It's like um, Tool on the Anima record, mm-hmm. Third Eye. Have you got how long Third Eye goes for? No, I've it's got about, Rosetta Stone from them. Uh, Third Eye goes for about 13 and a half minutes. Okay. And that's a really cool song. And they, they perform that one live, and they have been known to open their shows with Third Eye. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, like, and look, Tool bring out a lot of really long songs, and that's another band I love. It, it goes hand in hand with the prog rock kind of thing, doesn't it? Does, it? it does, it mm. does very much so. Because I've got Porcupine Tree. Mm. Have you heard of Porcupine Tree? I have, Steve Wilson. Yeah, they have a song um, called Arriving Somewhere But Not Here mm-hmm. off their Dead Wing album, and that goes for 12 minutes. And that song, to me, it could be divided into two songs. Okay. But they've kept it, they go along nice and quiet, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden just break into this really cool, heavy kind of riff. Oh, yeah. And that's what I like about some of these songs. Dream Theater do it a lot. They mm-hmm. have a bit of quiet and then a bit of heavy. Metallica do that as well a lot. Mm. And I really like that. I like mm. the journey they bring you up here, down there, you know, and you cruise along where if it's um, too too much of the same, you might get a bit bored. 
which can be done. I, I, like, is it dough smoker? Is that yeah, I was about to mention that way. As soon as you said too much of the same thing, I was about to say, um, dope smoker by sleep. I put Chris onto this one. I I have heard the whole thing. I have I have heard it a I, long time ago. I, I always try to make a point of sitting down once a year and listening to dope smoker. Uh, it goes for sixty-two brutal, punishing <laughs> minutes, and it literally doesn't change. It is quite hard to listen to. For that long. It's 62 minutes and it's just relentlessly slow, <laughs> grinding, riffing. But I find it absolutely compelling. So that's another thing. I find Dope Smoker really compelling. Really? And it probably what got me into it. And maybe it's just probably because I'm just trying to show that I'm cool because I like Dope Smoker by sleep. Is I remember hearing someone on a podcast once saying that he saw Sleep play this live, and he said his back teeth rattled. They were that loud. And I went, I've got to get into that. I have got to hear a song that sonically can make your teeth rattle. And then I saw, and then I remember there's there's a 13-minute version that Jim Jarmusch used on his movie um, Broken Flowers. I didn't want that. I have to have the 62-minute version. I have to have the full full version of Dope Smoker. So for your listening pleasure now, Chris and I are going to play Dope Smoker <laughs> by Sleep. Go. We're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> back to one of our get on in my last cool mm-hmm. thing last week, Jane's Addiction, three oh, days, oh, oh, 10 minutes and 46. Oh, What a great song. Oh, and that's one of those ones that could be, it's in parts almost. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And exactly. it builds and builds and builds. And then it, where it finishes, just that beautiful, quiet mm. finish, you know, that... Yep. Oh, it's glorious song. Glorious it's an song. song. If you, if you, honestly, Jane's addiction. Get back into these guys, please. Yep. You know? And there are a lot of Metallica songs which go for a long, long time. Yeah, look, they made a real. They they do quite well. They do short and long. And quite you said well. in the previous um, album, ah, sorry, a previous podcast that they were getting looks when they were playing Justice for All. They were getting looks from the crowd like we were over it now, mm. even though they're very entertaining. If you've seen Metallica a few times, you probably wouldn't want to see that song over and over again. Mm. So I can understand that. But they have that song, which is pretty song long. It's 9 minutes 35. They said that was the song that in, that, in, that inspired them to make the Black Album. The Black Album. Shorter. Because they walked, they, I read an interview where they said they walked off stage after they were playing Injustice for All. Mm. And one, they looked out in the crowd and they actually saw people talking. <laughs> not actually getting into the song, but talking amongst themselves. And when they walked off stage that night, they said, we're never playing that song mm. ever again. Yeah. Um, and then they, they do now, but not often. Yeah, no, no. It's like one of those, little, what Metallica do now. It's like, now we're going to play Injustice for All. But they might only play a, like a melody of a few, like they might do the chorus or it might do a version mm. of the chorus and jump into another song, which is long and kind mm. of cut them in, in dense, uh, make them into one kind of thing. Mm. Um they have Orion, which is 8 minutes 30, which I love, Orion. Yeah, you love that. And To Live Is To Die, which is a, was instrumental off the Justice album, which is 9 minutes 33. I don't think they play that very often anymore. Oh, either. gosh, I haven't even... Yeah. Um, and then they've got um, Suicide and Redemption off the um, Death Magnetic. Death Magnetic, yep. Which is uh, 10 minutes. Call of Cthulhu And it's nine. not the best song on that record. That's a bit no, of a... No, for sure, for sure. But it's not, that, is, that is not their best, the best song on... That was where I thought, oh, that that album was a bit let down by... Death Magnetic? Yeah, by yeah. stuff like that. It was yeah. the longest song on the record, and yet you sat there and went, eh, that's all right. Please finish. 
<laughs> yeah, please finish. But then Outlaw Torn, which was nine minutes forty nine, that was off the um Lowdown. Lowdown. I love Outlaw Torn. And that is a great song. And so is Bleeding Me, which is eight minutes mm. eighteen off the album. Those two songs to me, um I love those two just songs. One of my two of my favourite songs. Yeah, I love those two songs. Absolutely love them. Mm. Absolutely love them. Um one of my favourites uh, I got you to write down there um was from because we I was thinking about the long songs and punk and, and prog, sorry, but band that was considered an early punk band was um, Television and their song Marquee Moon, which goes for 10 minutes from the album, the same name. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant song. I love it. Um, and another, I'm just, it's just coming to me now, another one from that sort of era, it came from the New York side of the punk, you know, the Ramones came out, CBGBs, um, Patti Smith on her album, uh, Horses, the last song, Land, goes for 10 and a bit minutes. Mm-hmm. But that was the one um, I heard a funny story when she went to England in the height of punk, and the punks just hated that song. Really? <laughs> yeah, they sort of had her come out and go, oh, she's the, you know, one of the influences on punk. And when the band started playing Land, all the punks just laughed at them and... Land, land, That's funny. That's for 10 boring minutes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you mentioned to me earlier too, Iron Maiden, um, off their Book of Souls. Yes. Empire. Empire in the in Clouds. The 18 minutes. 18 minutes long. And it's not boring. Really? It's not. You, what do you mean, really? Well, I know a lot of Iron Maiden songs. I've got so many albums, there's so many songs. But really, do they have one album which is good from beginning to end? I thought... Um, and book, you, I know you love Book of Souls. Book of Souls, I thought was The 18-minute song of theirs. Is, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. It must to be it. like the new Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Yeah, but I, I probably doesn't have that same classic thing of rock because right. I don't think they do it live very much. No, and no. on their last album, Senjutsu, there's mm-hmm. a, some really long songs on yeah. that too. Um, you know, that, that go to the 15-minute oh, wow. sort of barrier. But yeah... Um, yeah, Empire in the Clouds. Mm. I loved it. And 18 minutes long. And it, oh, I love that song. Once, once again, takes you on that little bit of a journey. Yeah. You know? And that's one for Aussies who know Silverchair, the young modern album. Mm-hmm. My favourite song on the album is Those Thieving Birds. Goes mm-hmm. for seven and a half minutes. That is a journey in itself. Okay. I'm looking, it is just... so different halfway through to it was the beginning to the end. It's just so different. It just takes you in different places, in different styles. In different tempos. It's so good. It's funny, there's not a lot of Australian artists who do a lot of really long songs. It's not, I think I must have something to do with getting played on Australian radio. Yeah, Carnival. Carnival, but they don't get played a lot. They don't get played. They don't get played a lot. But when you think about Australian bands, I mean, Evie gets played in the full capacity too. No one plays it in their separate parts. Evie gets played in its full 11 minutes. But you don't see a lot of Australian bands really bringing out the long song. I mean, there's a few out now, the the more um, post-rock type bands that are, that are kind of doing that. But yeah, out of the classic, well, with a lot of the bands we've mentioned here are very well-known classic yeah, sort of bands. Yeah. The Australian bands, like I'm going to, you know, Cold Chisel, The Midnight Oil and all that. I think the longest Midnight Oil song is about six minutes or something really? like that. I think the Dead Heart goes for about six minutes right. or something like that. You know, it, it just seems like 
they don't really do that big long. And I do. When I look at a record, if I'm looking to buy something, I actually look at the length. Hmm. And if there's a couple of long songs on it, I go, ooh, yeah. I'm now interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing too. When you live on an island as far away from the rest of the, the world, I guess, and radio is your only way of making it big, mm. you've got to write songs that are going to be on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably it. It's the tyranny of distance that's yeah. sort of... Because otherwise, you're not going to really get out there, especially back then, mm. back in those days. Mm. Now it's a bit different, but back then it was like, well, if you make a long song that won't get the radio here, then people aren't going to hear it overseas. That's true, yeah. If it's not going to get played here, they're not going to play it. And that's why I still find it really funny that um, Bad Out of Hell made it so, so big <laughs> Because it just uh, goes against all the grain. You know? It did, didn't it? But it just... went against the grain. God, we're back on about it. Yeah, because yeah. long songs. It's, long it's songs. just probably one of the the, the massive templates for mm. um, really, really, really long songs. You know, yeah. I mean, even Bowie. Um, Bowie's never did anything really long. Springsteen did a couple of long songs, but it's never been in his sort of forte. To, mm. to I mean, Jungle Land is probably his longest song at nine minutes nine and a bit minutes off the Born to Run album. And it's brilliant. Mm. It's beautiful. It's just an absolutely gorgeous, bold, epic song, you know? And you know, that, that's another one I just sort of threw yeah, out. <laughs> Back to Dream Theater for me, Pull mm. Me Under. That was off their 1992 album, mm -hmm. um, Images and Words, 8 minutes 12. That song made them become who they were, I guess, back there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, they have... They have so many songs on every album has at least a 10-minute song or more. So mm. I'm not going to list them all, but Bob Dylan had a really good one for 11 minutes 30. Um, and his last one. Desolation he, Row. Desolation Row, yeah. yeah. And the last one he brought out, Murder Most Foul, I think goes for about 16 minutes or something oh, well, like okay. that. It's boring, though. <laughs> well, that's the difference. I have listened to it, and it is as boring as anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rush do a song, 21-12. It goes for 2,112 minutes. <laughs> No, it goes for 20 minutes, 38, but close. Okay. And then Leonard Skinner, Freebird. Everyone knows Freebird. Mm. 10 minutes. There's differing versions of Freebird I have found. Um, oh, looking really? online. Yes, yeah, studio, certain studio cuts. It's like different edits some on some albums. Right. But there's a, there's a nine-minute version, then there's a ten-and-a-half-minute version. These aren't live versions. These, oh, this is okay. the studio version. I think there's one version that fades out, that has a fade-out at the end, mm -hmm. and then there's another version that actually has a proper... Right, ending, okay. yep. yeah. So free bird and the doors, the end. Yeah, the end. Eleven minutes forty-three. And that at the time would have just blown. Wouldn't have been on radio. No, nah, well, not 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 what that what that song was about, but you know, <laughs> but that would have just blown people away. Dogs by Pink Floyd, seventeen Seven. minutes. I love that song. It's a good song. It's I love dogs. They play it live. Yep. The full. Yep. You saw Roger Waters. On his oh, last yeah, show, he yeah, did yeah. play dogs on yeah. the Us and Them tour. Song, yes, minutes. it was. I'm going to watch that again. Yeah, That's it's the full version. Yeah, I know. Because you pretty couldn't tell with them. Because I think their songs were interesting. Yeah, their songs kind of mixed together. So you pretty, mm. They're pretty just start the next song without you re realising. I, I find, uh, this is an interesting thing, because a lot of these guys are great musicians. Mm -hmm. Some of them aren't. Um, no, honestly, some of them aren't. You know, they, they, they can play their instruments okay or, or, or fine, but they're not virtuoso. But a lot of the, like Dream Theatre, they're all, these guys are like, Berkeley trained or whatever, aren't they? Well, or, they went to Berkeley and quit. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they met each other and started Dream Theater. They started Dream Theater, you know. The best you, in the business. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Um, top of top of the ranks. Yeah, it's, it's the top. It's the and what's what's the other one in New? Is Berkeley in California? So what's the one in New York? No, or, Berkeley's in um, Boston. Okay, what's the one in in um, Cal GIT? Guitar? Music Institute. Music Institute. 
Okay, whatever. Whatever. So Pink Floyd, when you really listen to them, they're not a, they weren't a virtuoso band in any way whatsoever. Hmm. Nick Mason is not the world's greatest drummer. Roger Waters is not the world's greatest bass player. David Gilmour is one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Roger Richard Wright was a pretty good keyboardist, keyboard player, yeah. but they weren't altogether this incredible four amazing musicians, virtuosos in their field. Yet they managed to create these very interesting long songs, you know, long pieces of music. And they grabbed their audience mm. and they had their fans, loyal fans, and that's what made them who they were. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. They didn't need to be the greatest of their instrument. They just needed to work together, like, you know, mm. the Beatles, I guess. Yeah. They worked together. They they came together and they were the right fit for each other mm. and created this whole kind of, like, mm. scenario that worked well for them and the fans come along and yeah. it worked. What's the longest song? You've written this down. What's so the in the Guinness song? Book of Records, mm. in 2019, so not mm. too long ago, the longest song is by a band called PC3. Who the hell are PC3? No idea. You didn't do that much study. Just did no, this, I, right? No, don't know. The song is called The Rise and Fall of Bossa Nova, and it goes for mm. 13 hours, 23 minutes, and 32 seconds. How do you play a song for 13 hours? So 13 hours, 20 uh, is that on Spotify? I have no idea. I'm going to have to look that up. I Googled it the other day and I'm like, wow, 13 hours is long. That's a long song. Because I normally put on music when I put the washing out. When I'm, I don't have that much washing. I'll be doing the whole neighbourhood. You could probably drive from here to Sydney. And listen to one song. And you wouldn't even finish the song. <laughs> You'd have to start driving to Canberra. Yeah. And so, then by the time you got finished that song and got to Canberra, you'd probably be like, well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> It's a one-song trip. It's a one-song trip. Um, and just opposite that, obviously, the shortest song in the world mm-hmm. ever in the Guinness Book of Records mm-hmm. is by a band called Napalm Death. Napalm Death. And they have a song called You Suffer. I've heard of You Suffer. You have? I've heard of it. It would have been quick. Uh, I've heard of the song. That's what I mean. It goes I'm... for 1.316 seconds. Have you heard it? No. But if I did, I probably wouldn't have noticed. Mm. Why so, have you heard it, Chris? Have you got no time? I haven't got time for that kind of song. Who has time for that? I can't listen to that many Honestly. songs. Honestly, imagine by the time you probably, if, if you were to look that up, or you put it, uh, I've got to search it up on Spotify, right? i got to do all that. Oh, I've heard it, yeah. <laughs> Spend more time and looking it up. back in the day when we were kids, we were about a mixtape of that, just over and over again <laughs> of the same song. <laughs> what is it like? It probably, I remember I saw this when I was a kid um, in record store, the Bed S.O.D., Stormtroopers oh, yeah. of Death. Yep. Wasn't that Scott Ian? Scott from, Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, they had this song. I can't remember what it was called, but it was, and in brackets, extended edition. <laughs> and it was one second. So that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was that song. But no, it's this um, it's No Time Death song, You Suffer. Song. Yeah, You Suffer. I love that. They, they've literally compa- combined You Suffer into 1.316 1. seconds. seconds. And, and it's verified by... The Guinness Book, Book of, of Records. records. As, as a song. <laughs> it's a song. It has to be. <laughs> yeah. What else have you got there, Chris? Because, you know, we, we went into, like, some, some songs take up a whole side of a record. Like, um, 
I got Billy the Mountain there by um, Frank Zappa goes for about twenty four minutes. Mm-hmm. It's Allman Brothers have a song called Mountain Jam, which goes for thirty three minutes and forty one. Oh, is it more instrumental called the Mountain Jam? It's probably more that. It's probably a, I haven't heard it myself, but I do know they are notorious for being on stage and just going, let's just play and jam. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. Um, it must be off an album, I'm guessing. Mm. Emerson Lake Palmer. Yeah, they brought out a lot of long songs, didn't they? Karen Evil 9, I think it's called, 29 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Velvet Underground, you a fan? Yes, love yep. the Velvet Underground. Sister Ray? Yeah, look, Sister Ray is not to everyone's taste. 17 minute and a half minutes? Yeah, look, it's not the worst well-recorded song, and it's a lot of distortion and um, feedback and everything like mm-hmm. that. But I like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's no melody to it or anything like that. I, I like that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The Who won't get fooled again. It's about eight and a half minutes. I love that song. That's one of the great ones. It is. Yeah. Won't get fooled again. Um, Van Halen. Which one? An album called Balance, called Feeling. How does that go Which for? is one of my get on it the other day, six minutes 30, which is long for Van Halen, to be honest. That's why I put it on there. But, um, it is a good song. Great, great. You just had to throw it in there, didn't I you? I did, I did, I did. You had to do a Van Halen song. I did. Zappa, Billy the Mountain. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the ones I've kind of got written down. Oh, oh Gobbles of Dregs, one of my favourite songs off the new Mastodon, Mastodon album. Mm. That goes, that's a good eight minute, 30 song. And that's one of those songs where it changes halfway through to a different style. It does a bit, yes, Which yes, I yes, still yes. love. I mm-hmm. love that journey of changing it if it suits. Mm-hmm. Where Octavarian by Dream Theater, I think the first twelve minutes shouldn't have been on there at all. <laughs> that should have been number twelve. <laughs> Next song could have been different. So but, um, really, the long song it it it's sort of it's it's its own kind of. Um, there's so many we can't just list every every oh, one of them. And look, what's your favorite long song? That's that's a big one. Yeah, you put your long song down in the comments. And we'll I, I like it. so many of them. But, you know, I, I could make up. That's one I didn't mention to you. Uh, LCD Sound System have a song called 4533. And does it go for 4533? You bet it does. <laughs> and what? it's actually a bit boring. And I like LCD Sound System. Oh, okay. They're a band I actually really liked. But 4533 is a little bit dull. Right. I was sort of sitting there listening to it going, mm, when does it get interesting? Right. Do, do these guys do anything different with it? But they just jam into a groove, I think, and that's all they did for 45 minutes. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah, so that, that's that's pretty much it. So, yeah, there's there's our long songs. So, yeah, uh, yeah what's Comment yours? Comment your yeah. long song. We'll have listened and we'll talk about it next time. We will. We, think, we will indeed. But uh, cool thing time. Cool, cool thing. thing. You can go first. Oh, my cool thing. I heard the theme song to the new Batman film. Oh, really? The Batman. Uh, Michael Giacchino, composer. He won the Oscar for Up, and he's done a few other movies and stuff like that. I like his themes. Mm -hmm. I like his music scores. The new Batman film. Nice. Who's Batman? Robert Pattinson. Right, okay. Didn't you know this? Nah. What do you do? Not movies. (laughs) You're not a big movie thing. You're you're, you're not not. a superhero. Oh, no, I like Batman, though. Batman's pretty cool. Mm. And um, I'll watch it. Well, I'm I'm keen for this new Batman film. Um, Matt Reeves has directed it, um, and he made the last two Planet of the Apes films, which were really bloody good. And I I really like Rob Pattinson as an actor. And I think um, it looks looks pretty cool. I... I, I, I have played the penguin at a theme park. So Colin Farrell is the new penguin. And, really? Uh, yeah. Wow, there you go. Yeah, and they've sort of gone back to the penguin uh, as a um, crime boss more than a deformed 
kind of right. figure. Yep. So, but it doesn't look like Colin Farrell. You sort of look at it and you think, is that Colin well, I'm Farrell? I'm surprised he would be it. Oh, he's, he he looks completely different. Mm. He looks yeah. completely different. So yeah, um, very much I um, the new theme by Michael Chikino. It's all on YouTube now. Have a listen to it. It's on Spotify, but nice and moody and really kind of cool. I really liked it. So yeah, um, looking forward to when the actual soundtrack comes out. Looking forward to it and the movie itself. Can't wait. There you go. <laughs> uh, my cool thing for the week. Um, is a TV show, actually, mm-hmm. called Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. I started watching this Kevin quite a Costner. while ago. Kevin Costner's become cool again. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. I started watching this, uh, must have been uh, three episodes or two episodes, and I stopped watching it. And then, I, I couldn't get past the first episode. Yeah, no, mm. and I couldn't either originally, but then I started watching it only about a week ago, and now I'm up to season four halfway through. Oh. I've watched that much of it. And I actually really, really like it. Um, I gave it a go in the end, and I really like it, and I... It's hugely I popular. I find it very, I think I mentioned to you before, it's like Sons of Anarchy, but on horses. Yeah, I don't like Sons of Anarchy, but with Yellowstone, it's created by a, a guy called Taylor Sheridan, mm-hmm. who played the cop in the first few seasons of Sons of Anarchy. The the one who, not the corrupt one, but the one who was trying to bust them all the time. Oh, right. Taylor okay. Sheridan. Yep. And he has written... The scripts to Hell or High Water, which was a fantastic film, mm-hmm. uh, Sicario, which was a fantastic film, mm-hmm. and he wrote and directed another film called Wind River, which is fantastic. So I'm a bit of a fan of Taylor Sheridan. Right. Yet I can't get into Yellowstone. Yeah, no, I've tried very hard. Really and I like Taylor Sheridan's stuff, but I'm finding Yellowstone, I, I probably should, but I've got to catch up. I've got succession to keep up with and the righteous gemstones and stuff <laughs> like that so yeah i just i'm enjoying it it's not the yeah it's just something to watch i really enjoy it and um oh cool I can't wait till it's um i'm hoping there's a new season when it comes and do you know have you heard of 1883 uh yes and which is the prequel the other, series yeah which yes. is on paramount paramount plus and yes. i watched paramount i had paramount on the other day to watch dexter Oh, yes, the new Dexter's and on there now, as well. I used a free trial to that. Now I've finished Dexter. I got rid of that. But then I found out after I got rid of it that 1883 is on there. So now I have to go get it again. Okay. <laughs> and watch that. I'll watch that after I've finished watching um, mm. uh, Yellowstone. But yeah, it's my cool thing for the week. Oh, cool. Really enjoyed it. And, well, that, um, yeah. That's great. Well, okay. enjoy your long songs. Enjoy everything. Please subscribe. Uh, tell please your subscribe. Friends. Don't let this thing bring you down, this COVID. It's just getting to everybody. I know just it's going to take news you. off. My life is better without watching the news. Oh, yeah, you're probably right there, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch Koshi. I don't watch any of those guys talking about oh, how right. bad the world is. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just annoying. Listen to music. Listen to music. There's so much good music. Long songs. Yeah. Fill your playlist with long songs and just get lost. Go on a journey. Yeah. You'll thank us later. Yeah. And see you later. See you later.